Hello, Couch Brotato Mafia. Welcome back to the Couch Brotato Podcast. Coming up on today's episode, Lucas and I are joined by the master of the New Balance 624, professional dad Mark Dyer, to sit down and talk about the brand new entry into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Coming up after the trailer and the guitar riff, we give you Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, I always suspected this day would come. Because you always suspected this day would come. I'm ready. On May 6th, nothing can prepare you for the mind-bending descent into madness. This is the only way. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Ready PG-13. See it in premium large formats in IMAX. Hello and welcome back to the Couch Potato Podcast. My name is Russ and with me as always is Lucas. Lucas, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good. I would, uh, before we get started, I would like to apologize to Mark Dyer publicly because uh, he was telling a touching story and I made a terrible joke. So That's I good. apologize. Well, I was going to introduce him. I had a really funny introduction for him, too, but thanks for spoiling it, Lucas. Uh, Yes, uh, we are joined by a good friend of the program, Mr. Mark Dyer. Mark, how are you doing? Doing good. Yeah, I was going to call you the master of the New Balance 624. I have never owned a pair of those shoes, for the record. I've seen you wear a pair of white New Balance. Negative, no. Those would be Reeboks, sir, if I had them. Oh, well. Oh. Same thing, just different yeah, brand. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but one costs more than the other, truthfully. That so. is true. I mean, I think you could score a pair of white Reeboks at Meyer, whereas New Balance, you have to go to a reputable shoe store to get those. No, they both have. Myers has both pair, both kinds. <laughs> Don't argue with him. He knows. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Right I, he marks it down on the Christmas list every year. <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? Uh, give me these movies, there, uh, some comic the, books, and I need a pair of white tennis shoes. Shoe of choice at the moment, so just so you know. <laughs> Sketchers. Also, dad pair of shoes. I own a couple pairs of those myself, so I can't complain. Um, well, today on the uh, show, uh, we're going to take a trip into the Multiverse of Madness. We're going to discuss Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which just was released uh, Thursday. We were all there. Yes, we were. Uh, and I thought it'd be kind of a cool time to talk about it. Uh, I will forewarn you, this is one of the first of many warnings before we get into this. If you have not seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, please do not listen to this episode until you have seen the movie. Unless you want shit spoiled for you, then go right ahead. Oh, we're dropping spoilers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, normally on uh, when we used to do the movies, I mean, those movies were sold. Like, if you had seen them, that's on you. But, yeah, uh, I don't want to be the prick that ruins a a movie for somebody because I know far too well to have something spoiled for you. Uh, Yeah, uh, you were at work, and it was, what, Star uh, Wars? Yeah, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Fucking Mm -hmm. son of a bitch. Um. But uh, real quick, we'll just uh, run down the uh, tale of the tape on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, it was released on May the 5th, 2022, directed by the incomparable Sam Raimi. Uh, stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Benedict Wong, and Sochi Gomez. 
Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score of 75% from critics and 87% from audiences. And I just read that this movie had a $187 million opening weekend, which is the seventh biggest of all time. I think it's seventh to 11th, somewhere in that range. Uh, and it's the biggest opening for a Disney movie in the pandemic era. Wow. I'm not surprised, but, yeah. you know, we're, we've largely come out of it, I would say. Is that bigger than Spider-Man? No, Spider-Man would be the biggest. It's the, well, Spider-Man's technically a Sony film, too, so. Oh, I see. And then it's the second biggest opening weekend of the pandemic. Only uh, topped by Spider-Man No Way Home. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Before we continue, once again, Lucas is going to uh, basically give you the plot of the movie. So if you have not seen Doctor Strange and don't want it spoiled for you, Please shut it off, go see the movie, then come back and join us. So, Lucas, give them the rundown on the plot. So, the movie opens up with uh, America Chavez running with a multiverse Doctor Strange. I'm going to call him Hipster Doctor Strange because he had the two stripes and the man bun. I'm going to call him Thriller Doctor Strange. The uh, just, uh, I I can't know the time, I'm not sure the time frame because Doctor Strange isn't big on my comic knowledge. But the costume he's wearing was used in the comics at some point. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's taken from the books, so. Mark, we need your knowledge on this shit whenever we're doing this, because that's a cool fact, actually. Yeah, see, I would have never would have never known that. But go ahead, Lucas, continue with the, uh, the rundown. So they're being chased by a demon, um, and they're trying to get to the uh, Book of Ashanti, which I kept hearing Book of Ashanti. And I kept thinking of the pop star from the, or the R and B star from the early two thousand. First, like when we seen it on Thursday night, I thought the same thing. Like, wait a minute, what? But it's Vashanti with a V. So, um, so they get to just for reference sake, Lucas. From now going forward, I will forward you a page of what's called the Marvel Universe um, handbook, and there's uh-huh. a page that has a listing of all the mythical items out there and sort of things and the book is in there. So it's the dark hold and the, I don't, it was the, the book was come out, came out before the affinity. And so it went on there, but I think the infinity stones are so. God damn. That's nerdy as fuck. (laughs) Dude, that is nerdy. Oh, it is. I can't wait to smoke some weed and read that shit. Actually. Hey man, send me more dude. (laughs) I had to actually like, get those things out when uh, the Eternals came out. Cause I was like, um, I just saw this movie, but I didn't know who anybody was. That Except movie sucks people. dicks. That movie does fucking suck. I, I haven't had, I haven't tried watching it a second time when I saw it. I was like, okay, whatever. But I'm, I'm like, it was such a highbrow version of the Marvel universe that I didn't even read in the comics. I didn't care for it. So I was like, why did they think this was going to fly? Well, they're introducing gods, so, um, so, so when they're they're trying to get to the book of Vishanti, um, the version of Strange tries to steal the power from uh, America. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. That was just funny. Um, and uh, he's killed by the demon while he's trying to steal her power. Turns out her power is uh, being able to open up all the multiverses on top of each other and go to any single one of them that she wants to. Um, they wind up on earth, which is earth six, one, six, I believe. Um, 
So there's 600, at least 616 versions of Earth, and the multi, you know, the MCU that we know is 616. Um, Doctor Strange goes to a wedding of his not, ex. I was gonna say, yeah, not just Mary. a wedding. Yeah. Um, which, what the hell was her name again? Christine. Christine, thank you. Um, Played by the very lovely Rachel McAdams. Go on. Tadow. Tadowdoms. Anyway, um, so uh, there's this commotion. Strange runs outside, sees that uh, America's fighting this, what, what would you call that, an octopus? I'd say, yeah, an octopus. It had the tentacles and one eye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure eventually. it probably has a name somewhere, like an actual comic book name. So I know I've, I've seen it. That I've actually seen in a Doctor Strange book, but I don't remember. Judges are going to allow you to call that an octopus. So you're good. All right. Sounds good. Um, it's not underwater. You have to have a cooler name for it, though. Pussy? Mark? Octopussy? The judges no, have spoken. The pussy? There you go. <laughs> the judges have spoken. Okay. Um, it's okay. So Wong appears. They kill the demon. Uh, then they uh, try to figure out what's going on with this uh, America girl. They take her back to um, the – fuck. Why can't I think of what they're called? The buildings that they go to. Comitage? Yeah, um, I thought you were talking about the like. Sanctum. I thought you were talking about the. Uh, I thought you were talking about the pizza place. That's where, that's where they go first. Is the pizza joint? <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny. The pizzeria. Um, getting, yeah, I'm getting to that. Um, sorry, this is a really long winded plot thing. I'm like running through all of it right now. Anyway, uh, eventually, Doctor Strange finds out that it was a that the dreams that he was having are actually what's being seen through the multiversal. Uh, Dr. Strange's eyes. He notices some runes on the uh, monster that they are fighting, which makes it a witch. He goes and asks um, Wanda. Wanda uh, Maximoff. Wanda Maximoff. About the uh, the demon that was chasing the girl and what she knows about multiverses. Turns out Wanda was actually the one sending the demon to get the girl because she wanted to take her power so that she can... Uh, go see her fake children in all the multiverses since she lost hers when, um, what would you say she was cured in WandaVision or at least stopped in WandaVision? I think she just realized what she was doing was wrong and she, she quit. So she goes and sees Billy and Tommy, uh, through a thing called dream walking. And, uh, so, um, Strange uh, and all of Comitage try to fight off Scarlet Witch because she's coming to get the power from America. Um, they end up going through, the Doctor Strange and America end up going through a multiversal tunnel. I don't know what you would call it. It was portal. really cool. There, yeah, Portal. Showed all these different worlds, like a paint world, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there was that one where Doctor Strange was like getting sliced into pieces and shit. Yeah, I, I always liked the one, too, where his face kind of looks like a, a puzzle. Yeah, coming yeah apart. That, was kind of, that was pretty cool. Um, they end up on uh, Earth uh, 838, where Doctor Strange is a hero. 
on that for dying, killing Thanos. Um, Doctor Strange and America are betrayed in the uh, Sanctum by a multiversal Mordo. Carl, which, is- which I found to be hysterical. It still cracks me. His name's Carl Mordo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mordo uh, is a bad guy in the uh, on 616 Earth, the normal Earth. But he's not necessarily a bad guy on 838. He's just not a great guy. <laughs> He he was he was actually friendly from what I understand from with Doctor Strange on that alternate Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, Mordo takes America and Doctor Strange to these glass cages. Then he comes and gets Doctor Strange later, takes him to meet the Illuminati, which I thought was really cool. So you had, uh, you know, pretty much the whole series of What If on there. It seemed like so you had a. Uh, or like that that idea anyway. So you had Captain Britain. Um, I think she was just Captain Carter. I don't think she was Captain, Captain Carter. Oh, okay. So she was Captain yes. Britain. Yes, nerd, nerd stuff here, Lucas. Captain Britain is a different character. Yeah, he's. I believe uh, Captain Britain is a male. Yes. Yes. You can be whatever you want these days. You can be <laughs> man, woman. It doesn't matter. You guys are putting them in a box. Gosh. Well, that's why we. That's one of the reasons we brought Mark on the show is because you know, clear up. Uh, any mistakes? True. You might make. He's the closer tonight, guys. Um. So, what was the other? There was. Uh, you had uh, Captain Carter, which was Peggy Carter. Uh, you had Black Bolt from the Inhumans television show. You had Captain Marvel, which was not. Uh, Carol Danvers, it was uh, Monica, Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the character's you, name currently, I, I think, and I, I just don't read anything that the character's, and I think her name is Photon now mm-hmm. in the books. So, But she's changed her names. Like I think three, Photon three. Is, is her, is the daughter, the one that goes in uh, the WandaVision, the one that walks through the barrier on the outside. Oh, That's right. Photon. You also had, uh, which was teased in the Super Bowl trailer, you got uh, Professor Xavier, which is played by Patrick Stewart from the Fox X-Men movies. And then uh, the one that I was most excited about was uh, we got to see Mr. Fantastic, played by John Krasinski. Which was really cool. It's nice to see, like, you know, it's nice to see the Fantastic Four again. Uh, That is one series of movies that, like, I've been... They, I wish that they would make a good one, but we'll dig into that here in a little bit. Um, so, um, like I said, uh, Doctor Strange is dead in this new uh, multiverse, um, and you find out that he was actually killed by the Illuminati um, because he tried to get the Dark Hold. I believe is what it was. He tried to use the Dark Hold. Um, which is the book that's really that you find out throughout the movie that Scarlet Witch is using to dreamwalk. Um, and it's just a really bad thing. It takes a hold of your mind and turns you in, turns you kind of evil, really. Um, so Christine 
is still alive in this alternate universe, and she uh, still loves Doctor Strange in this other. She loves Doctor Strange in this other universe. She frees Doctor Strange when, or she frees America when Scarlet Witch comes in, kills all the Illuminati. So she's still trying to capture America. Um, she kills everybody, I think, except for Mordo, doesn't she? In that whole yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what happens to Carl. <laughs> um so she she comes and she frees uh Doctor Strange as well from his handcuffs. I think I'm getting a little out of order in this part cuz but um they are trying to escape the Scarlet Witch. They go down through a tunnel. Uh they eventually escape when Doctor Strange floods the tunnel, which that part was actually that had a couple jump scares. Mm-hmm. Made me jump a couple times. And when she killed uh, Professor X, that made me really fucking jump. Yeah. Um, this movie was very. Well, I'll get into that. I you guys look like you're bored to death. You want to take over the plot, Rishi? <laughs> no, you're you're doing fine, dude. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So they. Uh, gosh, I lost where I even. Strange Chavez and Palmer enter space between universes. To find the book of Ashanti, so they take they take Christine with them um, to try to find the uh, book of Ashanti because it is the exact opposite of the Darkhold. So it makes you it gives you the knowledge to be able to do all good, as I believe is what they said it was. Basically, it helps. Uh, it's basically a sorcerer could use that to uh, cast a spell to basically do anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you. I was trying to remember and read where I was and was trying to think of all that stuff all at once. Um, so they find, they do find the, the book of Ashanti, but, uh, Wanda appears and destroys it. And then she takes over America Chavez's mind. Um, and she uses Chavez's power to send, um, Strange and uh, Christine to another uh, universe. And then she takes uh, Chavez back to her, what would you call that, a cave, lair, uh, hole in the mountain. Mount, uh, what is that mountain called? Wondagore. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, so then there is a Doctor Strange in this universe that original Doctor Strange has to go and and fight in like this musical notes fight, which I thought was really cool. That was very cool. Um, but the reason that he is fighting that Doctor Strange is because Doctor Strange was trying to use the Darkhold, and he needed it, or he was using the Darkhold. The original Doctor Strange needed it, and the Darkhold, like I said, makes you do bad shit. Also gave that other Doctor Strange a third eye, which was. I'll get in what I thought about the movie. <laughs> um, so, uh, so with uh, Wong's help, oh, oh, I almost completely forgot the uh, when they came through the portal, uh, America and the original Doctor Strange from the beginning of the movie, the oh, sorry, alternate Doctor Strange. Man, I'm getting confused. There's too many goddamn Doctor Stranges. Yeah, we get four of them at one point. Um, I think about the movie. 
when it comes through with the octopus with the eye, um, the dead body comes through because it killed that Doctor Strange from the opening scene. Uh, so Doctor Strange, in order to dream walk, you have to go into another one of your versions from whatever universe they're in. Well, since this one is on Earth, and that's where Scarlet Witch is trying to steal America's power, um, he can dream walk into the dead body of this Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah, we get zombie Doctor Strange, which was, I thought was really, really awesome. <laughs> Thriller Doctor Strange. I'm going to call him zombie Doctor Strange. <laughs> um, and it's really cool because, you know, that's forbidden in the, the magic world. So there's all these... Uh, I, I guess they would call them demons, I don't know, that were coming out attacking Doctor Strange. And he could feel all that since he's dreamwalking. He, you know, it's like as if he's in that body. But then he eventually thinks about it and uses his power to take control of them. Takes them up, defeats Scarlet Witch and her mountain trolls along with Wong. Saves the fucking day. Well, actually, America saves the day. That's true. Yeah, she... uh Gosh, she punches the shit out of the Scarlet. She like punches her into an alternate universe. Well, basically, she, was... she makes like she takes her to a, a multiverse where she's in front of her kids, and it, I think it ends up being the same one that uh, they were in before. Yeah, the one where that she was using that Scarlet Witch to chase, or that Wanda Maximoff to chase down Strange Christine and America in the tunnels. We got that goddamn ice cream song. <laughs> but uh yeah they uh she sees the error of her ways she decides that she has to kill the dark hole basically end it and then boom collapse collapses the collapses mountain the whole the whole mountain yeah yeah uh zombie doc strange and scarlet witch perish in the the rubble uh america ends up uh training in comertage Doctor Strange gives her, like, you know, the, hey, it was cool. Catch on the flip side. Boom. Ends of the movie. Turns out that the Darkhold still has a hold on him because he has a third eye. Goes to And then uh, the after credit scene. Uh, Mark, what is the name of that character? You want to let that go? You want to tell people about that? Yeah. yeah. We're, yeah I, we I've said that we're going to spoil right. shit out yeah. of it. We've already spoiled it. <laughs> Half of it. Clea. Clea. So Clea appears to Doctor Strange after you see his third eye, or when you see his third eye. Who is played by Charlize Theron. Yep. And um, uh, before uh, we go into, like, Mark, you have to help me out with this. Who is that character? What's the point? Well, um, in the comics, Clea's like becomes uh, Doctor Strange's. Um, like protege, mm-hmm. like he trains her to do magic, but they end up being lovers and a thing later on. Oh, she actually, um, in the book, she actually becomes uh, Dormammu, which it, it's like, um, like the Duma- Dormammu characters, like a, kind of like somebody that's possessed by that like type of fire thing. It, it's it, the way the the first movie pre- makes him seem like he's his own thing, but it's actually like a possession of some sort. 
And I don't know if that's exactly right with the comics, but can't bargain for shit either. Yeah. <laughs> but well, that was one thing that happened. I'm not sure what the characters at now in the books. Cause like I said, I don't, I haven't read the Dr. Strange books for several years. So, well, yeah, like when I seen her pop up, I'm like, Oh cool. It's Charlie staring, but who the hell is this? <laughs> Like I seriously, I, like, I had no idea. Lucas sent out a text message, kind of giving a brief rundown of who it is, but like I had no idea. Oh yeah, no, she's a, she'll. It's, it's a good addition, definitely. It's well, more she can... like like we, we, you get the you get the Christine character as a love interest, and that's all. Like people didn't like it though; it was kind of boring because he was a doctor. But this is a magical love love interest that makes it more interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so would you say their love is magic? Exactly. So we'll see where it goes, like in the next movie, of course. Um, she's really cool because she can open up the multiverse as well with just a swipe of her hand, which is like a, which is a sword. Yeah, I don't like I said. I don't know the character's power. I know the character's magical, but I'm not sure her specific powers and what she could do. So, <laughs> um. so if if you're still awake after my riveting uh, rundown of the plot. Uncle Lucas's story time is concluded. Oh, well, <laughs> thank, you didn't go over the second post-credit scene. It's a funny one with uh, Sam Raimi, uh, frequent collaborator Bruce Campbell. Uh, in the Earlier in the movie, uh, he runs a, tea, or a food stand called Pizza Papa, which America steals some food from him. Uh, he wants to get paid, so Doctor Strange casts a spell on him where he basically just continues to hit himself. Just... Bruce Campbell, you know, slapstick, physical humor master that he is. He's just hitting himself in the face, squirting mustard in his face. And then basically the end of the, the final credit, post-credit scene is the spell has been lifted. So fade to black. <laughs> he looks at the screen and he goes, it's over. It's over. All right. Well, gentlemen, uh, after Lucas's riveting, riveting uh, rundown of the plot, uh, which we'll have to trim the ums and the uh, and the pauses. Sorry, it's all right. It's it's first try. It's first test run. This is gonna be the first of many. So we'll get it. We'll get it down, uh, gentlemen. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse Madness? Mark, I'll lead off with you. Um, at first, as we were watching the movie, um, I didn't care for what they did to the Scarlet Witch. Mostly because going into the film, I thought the character the character was kind of like a team up, you know. Mm-hmm. How um, my mind's going? Why the hell is she the bad guy? And I realized, okay, well she kind of tormented all those people in that town, so this is kind of her penance, if you will, that they're going to turn this character in, into this anti, well, this villain, if you will. Mm-hmm. Even though her motives are somewhat have some sort of pure pureness to it, it's still wasn't what I wanted to see from the character, not what I expected. Mm-hmm. So it was an interesting twist. So I, I and it's funny, like we we we've done. You guys have done older movies that people have a years of perception about that doesn't really change about the film. This one, I mean, over the weekend I talked to people about it and they were like, "Well, this was the Scarlet Witch movie." I went, "Yes, no." You know how much how much character development did we really get from Doctor Strange himself from this story? Mm. You know, except for just his, it's these adventures that just were the movie had a good pace; it didn't stop at all because of that. 
I have a thought so, on that uh, that point that I'll get into later, but go ahead. So, I mean, uh, for, like I said, but the character, I mean, it was a character I grew up with since the 70s, so it was hard to see the character go that, well, go that way, except for the fact that she's done it in the books before. I mean, she's gone that evil switch. So, mm-hmm. and then, you know, at the end of the movie, she squishes herself with a mountain, but everybody's like, there was a red pot, so she's not dead. Well, yeah, probably not. No, I mean, I, I didn't expect her to die either. They'll probably bring her back at some point. Well, isn't well, Agatha mean, getting her own television show on Disney exactly. too? Yeah, I was going to say that they're, they have an Agatha that went on. You, know, you got to put her in that just to screw with her. So mm. um, I did like how the character, the Doctor Strange character, did what he generally does a lot of to where he'll do what seems like the wrong thing to do the right thing. Mm. You know, using the, the, the dark hold. And then dream walking. I did. I did find that fascinating too. That um, they had that concept of that when you dream, that's somebody else's universe. I, I can't say that I've seen that before or heard of that. And any like, like science fiction or fantasy that I can recall. Listen, I gotta tell you, as a stoner, that fucked me up. That got me thinking. The whole now, that's all I do is think about it. No, I, I had a dream the other night, and I woke up with fucker asshole. Can't believe you did that. <laughs> Oh, I've been trying to figure out how I can do that so I can have someone go to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a third eye. Um, but yeah, I thought that was good. That was interesting, you know, to make that sort of connection and then make it like a uh, something the dark hole could do to Euphoria, whatever. Mm. So it was that was an interesting concept. Um, and then. I don't know. I mean, I, I it, from what the comics I read as far as the Doctor Strange did, that you basically gave Sam Raimi like a giant pen to create all the wonderful images that he created. I mean, it was such a great visual movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always something going on, the magic and stuff, and it was very um, true to. Um, to like the old school Doctor Strange stuff, it was all out there, wild. Like Lucas said, it's, it would be a really good trip. So, but it's definitely a Sam Raimi movie too because it's it's borderline. I mean, you push the uh, the violence and the graphicness, you get a rated R film easily. Yeah, I was uh, telling uh, one of the guys that went to the movie with us. Uh, they push this as far as they can go for. Which, let's be real, for the most part, the Marvel movies are family-oriented movies. I mean, they're PG-13, yeah. but they're geared towards families. They pushed this as far as they could go right. with a lot of the gore and stuff. Which, which I, I mean, plus, like, it, I don't know, like, I was thinking, too, like, it didn't really feel like a Sam Raimi movie until he meets the Illuminati, and it basically it switches to almost like a horror movie. Uh, her chasing them down the... Down that, the yeah, that's... Cl- yeah. Well, even before, like, when the... The only thing that was uh, very Raimi-esque was the shutting of the doors, and it's the quick cuts with the door shutting. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a definitely a Sam Raimi now. But, yeah, it didn't really feel like a Sam Raimi movie until it was, he it was bust out. For him, it was an excellent return to the comic book genre. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting to see if... I mean, a lot of the directors will stick to the same subject. If he's going to do the next Doctor Stranger, can we give him something else to play with, you know, in the Marvel Universe? 
that makes it more interesting. So, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Do you do you see him going back to the well for a fifth time in a comic book world? Oh yeah, <laughs> he's going to get a lot of love out of this film. I mean, a lot. Oh, I'm sure, but it's just, and it, you you can tell he had a lot of creative control to it, as opposed to, you know, he was bitter about um, Sony forcing Venom into the last Spider-Man movie. The character shouldn't have been in that film. It would have been much better without it. And he was pissed well, about it. Yeah, we, we, we got the emo Peter Parker because of it. There was yeah, a lot was that was bad. wrong with Spider-Man Three, but I watched it again. It actually, after time, it holds up a little better. Not much, but it it's still. It, it, I've seen worse Spider-Man movies. I mean, Amazing Spider-Man Two is still a piece of crap. You know, and if, anyone argue, and if anyone else argues with me, I'll go, okay, well, you're going to need to sit down and watch the most recent Fantastic Four movie, and we'll, you'll know how bad a comic book movie can get. So, mm-hmm. Especially when you have money to play with, and you ruin it so bad. That's the worst that, part about it. That was really a bummer, because that movie was awesome for, like, the first half. Yeah, it was. It was not bad at all. And then it went off the fucking rails and was horrible. Yeah, I actually think that cost uh, Josh Trank Star Wars, too. I think he was in line to direct a Star Wars movie. Then after that one took a shit, he basically he. I think he got fired. I forget which. I think he was supposed to do Rogue One or Episode. Let's just, let's just be seven. thankful he hasn't done any of that. You know. Well, I don't think Josh I mean, Trank has done anything since that Fantastic Four movie. Oof. I think I looked it up the other day. It was on. I was on Voodoo, and his name came across, and I was like, I was. It was. I was looking at Chronicle on. I don't think he's done anything since. Maybe a TV show. No, I, I don't think he. I don't think he's done anything. Well, I think um, this was Sam Raimi's first movie in quite a while too, if I'm not mistaken. So I know he did that. Uh, I think the last thing I remember him doing was that Oz, the Great and Powerful, which. Yeah. Not it's fan. Not it's, it's it's not painful. It's a little no. slow though. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, uh, Mark, anything else to to add to your thoughts on the movie? Um, what what you liked, what you disliked. I mean, you've kind of gotten in a little bit of what you liked. I mean, yeah, I like the action. I like the thing. I like I like the, the Illuminati. It was nice that the Lucas pointed out the what if stuff because I didn't, you know, the Illuminati from the comic books con- consists of um, Captain America, Mister Fantastic, um, Professor X. Black Bolt, um, a character called Namor. It's kind of like Marvel's version of Aquaman, if you will. Oh, I know the su- I know the Submariner. Okay, very. Been good. Clamoring for him for years. I've been wanting to see a Submariner um, movie. So, Iron Man. the 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 thing about the the Illuminati, though, in the comics, though, um, Steve Rogers like disagreed with him at one point, and they basically like messed with his mind and said, yeah, "You're out." So it was pretty, you know. Be gone. Be gone. Get Plus, out. out. The Illuminati Get. was also, uh, they also sent the Hulk off into space too, which is where we got the um, the whole Sakaar thing. In the comics, they sent him to Sakaar, to the planet, which, you know, is a whole different storyline, which I think Marvel, I think the Marvel Universe is teased a little bit, but they'd have to actually like, do a Hulk movie to, to do a World War Hulk storyline. So, 
I don't see that happening. Uh, it would be it would be interesting though. I don't think I don't think that you know people want to see it. So um, I don't think there's a whole lot I disliked about the film. I mean, it was entertaining. Um, my stepson said he didn't think it felt like a Marvel movie, and I said, "Well, no, it was it was definitely a Marvel movie. It's just a horror movie at the same time." Mm-hmm. So, and. I, part of me is also thinking, where is the Marvel Universe or this, you know, where are they going with all this? Where's our big bad that, that's driving this whole thing like we had Thanos in the last, like, run of it, so. Well, save that. I've got a theory on that one, too. Okay. Some thoughts. Um, Lucas, thoughts on uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? Um, so, to piggy off, piggyback off a little bit of what Mark said, um, it wasn't a Scarlet Witch movie. It was. It felt like a continuation of WandaVision to me. Like I, I almost feel like the plot could have. You could have done, you know, a second season of WandaVision, and it could have been this. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, really actually, uh, this was supposed to come out before uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Really? Yeah. This was originally. This was supposed to come out before Spider-Man, but of course. Fucking COVID ruining everything. Yeah. So, it, yeah. It, it, do you think it works better this way or or the other way around? I I've got some thoughts on that. As soon as he's done, I. Okay. All right. For, for me, though, I'll answer your question. Um, I think that it it can only be this way because I I just feel like I don't know. I, I what I felt like was uh, with the end where she was you know she brought the mountain down on her and there was the big red puff of smoke. It felt like she needed to be healed so that she could be, you know, an Avenger again when the next big bad happens. You know what I mean? So it felt like she needed to be healed, and that's what they did on here. Uh, um, I'm gonna steal a little bit of something that producer Adam said too. Um, it felt very evil dead to me. Um, not necessarily in a bad way. It was just, but it it felt a little, I don't know. It felt a little copycat at times, um, to other horror movies. There was nothing groundbreaking, I guess what I'm trying to say. Um, and I agree. They did really push the, the PG 13 limit. Mm -hmm. Uh, like when, when, uh, that uh, Doctor Strange gets thrown onto that fence and he gets impaled. Uh, Captain Carter getting cut in half by the. Uh, the I actually think the uh, the that. grossest thing was. Uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? Black Bolt. She uh, basically seals his mouth shut and his head blows up. Oh yeah. I was like, whoa, <laughs> fuck! All right, this is getting real then, now. Then there was the jump scare where. Uh, she would look like a demon and she grabs a hold of Professor X mm-hmm. and breaks his neck. Yeah. Like, that's another boundary pusher. Um, overall, um, I just, I, I really like Wong and I like Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like this was really, like, he got his origin story in the first one and this one just felt like WandaVision second season to me. Mm. Um, there was not enough of those characters being uh, flushed out. Um, I liked that America was introduced. I like her as a character. I know that they really need, like, you know, they're going for 
more of an international hero flavor now, which is good. Um, you had Shang-Chi, I think is how you say it. I think it's how I heard them say it. Um, and then you had Shang-Chi. 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 I always thought it was Shang-Chi. Oh, hell, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I saw it on TV. They said it that way. Anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> um, f- fucking Bush League program. <laughs> <laughs> we could have told you that before we started. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I like, the, I like the America character. I like her powers. It's really cool. Mm. She could, like, almost go, if she's into, in a bad fight, she could almost, like, throw something into a different universe or go into the different universe and then appear behind them mm. and like punch them infinitely. And they could just keep looping through kind of like, uh, when, uh, Dr. Strange made Loki fall for 13 minutes or whatever it was. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the characters. Um, I didn't mind Wanda being a bad guy other than this being just a continuation of that show. It felt like, mm-hmm. and I, to me, WandaVision is the best series that they've done still. Uh, that's just me personally. Um, but, yeah, I, I almost feel like, felt like it was a redeeming story for Scarlet Witch is what this whole thing ultimately ended up being. Mm-hmm. And it didn't... The, the thing about... Um, my, I'll make this last point. The thing about Doctor Strange, I always thought that he was supposed to be like super, super powerful. He seems weak compared to, like, even Wong seems more powerful than him. And it bothers me. Like, he's supposed to be one of the strongest Avengers from the way that they talk about it in the movies, and he's just not. I don't don't know. Wong couldn't fucking, uh, he's trying to save himself from that, when he's falling down off the mountain, that fucking, uh, wasn't able to save himself. That doesn't seem like a very powerful sorcerer to me. He ends up... <laughs> he, but did he die, though? He didn't die. <laughs> but, I mean, I figured, you know, you could have come up with something to where, like, that little hook would have grappled into something. Well, he's not the uh, what, the Balrog from Lord of the Rings. Didn't have that kind of snapping power. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, for me, I thought it was good. Uh, wasn't wasn't great. I don't think it's... the. Uh, the best Marvel movie they've done. Um, I think a lot of it for me was I think Spider-Man No Way Home and the multiverse kind of set the bar way too high because they, you know, we got, we got the, you know, the Spider-Man, I get Spider-Man's, Spider-Man? <laughs> Spitterman's. Uh, well, yeah, we got, you know, from all three of the movies and like, I think once that came out and it's probably just me reading the internet too much, but I mean, I'd heard rumblings that, uh, there was going to be an alternate Iron Man played by Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, I was, was expecting more of the that. X-Men and I think just, it was kind of a letdown after Spider-Man. I think it probably would have worked better if it came out when it was supposed to, because then like, okay, oh, cool. We got Mr. Fantastic. We got, Professor Xavier, then like if it leads in the Spider Man, like oh now we got all the Spider Men. So I don't know, maybe I, it's just I I could see that. And I, I mean, think it, it's hard to say. Like I mean, I I I kind of understand why they put Spider Man out first because it introduces the concept of the multiverse a little better. 
with a little more clarity than this did. So, and also puts Doctor Strange's position in this universe here, as opposed to, because he talks about Spider Man in the in the movie. So if without if you switch it, well that that could have easily just been like a reshoot scene too, because like oh yeah, well we're gonna have to push this back now, so now we have to tie this somehow into coming out after. Yeah, I. I it, it's also like you have to think about it. Marvel has to have a little bit of faith in this character. That I mean, it's not like we're seeing a Captain America movie or a Thor or Iron Man movie. It's Doctor Strange. It's not. It's not one. Of, it's not a tier one character. Well, so I, I was going to save this for later, but I'll just bring it out now. I I think with the way that Doctor Strange has been presented in especially the phase four, I think that they're kind of positioning him to be like the new Iron Man of the MCU. Yeah, I see him. Cause he's kind of been the center of the, he's been kind of the center of the, the, you know, the multiverse seems to be right now, the main focal point of the phase four. And Dr. Strange has been like at the center of that. Right. And when you said, you know, it didn't feel like a Dr. Strange movie, but it kind of felt more like a Scarlet Witch movie. And even, you know, the America story to an extent, that's kind of how after Iron Man got his original three movies, he kind of became that secondary character, but yet everything still revolved around him where he didn't have to be the focal point, but yet he's still in there. You still know Dr. Strange is in there. Right. Right. And that's what I think is happening is he's, I don't know if he's going to be the leader of the Avengers, but it's like, it seems like to be, he's going to be the focal point of these going forward, at least until the X-Men kind of get introduced or even the fantastic four to where like you have kind of one of their a plus properties, I guess the X-Men and the fantastic four, a plus properties, Mark, you would know better than I would. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think we're going to get another Avengers movie. That's the thing. Oh, you don't think for me, it doesn't, the movie, the Avengers doesn't fly without Captain America, Iron Man or Thor. Uh, No, that's true. Well, I mean, they, I also think that they've got enough going for them with these other characters. Like, we're get, we're going to get another Guardians movie. We're getting the new Thor movie. But in another Avengers movie, I just, I don't think, it's going to take them a long time. I think the Fantastic Four is going to be their Avengers movie, if it's done right. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. It has to be. I mean, it's Marvel's, it's their first family. It's their first, like, story that they they did so it you know it but you know the problem is that it's been done before so it's it's hard to say that's that that was the novelty of the avengers had never been done before they finally got all these characters on screen it was like for me it was like wow because that's the book i read Mm. or still continue to read whenever i can so so you don't you don't see some kind of team up with the characters where they have to take on another um, big bad guy. Cause I mean, they're still like now they pretty much have everybody. Don't they? In terms of like the big gallery of villains in the Marvel universe. I mean, they have Dr. Doom now. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's the thing. And, and that's what I thought when they went into this phase is that they would tease or put Dr. Doom on screen properly, as opposed to well, the last time the, the first fantastic four movie, he wasn't bad. Actually, he wasn't hateful. I've seen, you know, there's worst incarnations of him, but you, you know, like you said, the Spider-Man movie, movie I, 
has put the bar up for them so high that anytime a Marvel movie comes out, and I'm I hate to say it, I'm kind of scared of the Thor movie. I think it's going to be, I, I don't know where. Where's the level between this thing's going to be awesome, or where's it going to be way too cheesy? You know. I have a lot of faith in Taka Wakiti. Well, yeah, no, I, I so think it's I, I think I think Thor will be okay. I think I think it'll be entertaining, yes. But I don't know. I like the idea of Thor loosening up a little bit. He was a fucking two by four in his first two movies, in comparison to how he is now. I like the I like funny Thor. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think just for me, like, I I I enjoyed it. I really liked the fact that they took something that really hasn't been done in the MCU, where they made it kind of a horror movie. Which that's kind of cool, and I think when they kind of take, I think Marvel works best when they kind of take like a particular genre of movie, and then they kind of craft their universe into it. Like I love Captain America and the Winter Soldier because it's essentially a political thriller featuring Captain America. And I mean, to me, the Winter Soldier is still the best of the Marvel movies, but we'll save that for another conversation. But but yeah, I mean, just they hadn't really done horror yet, and I think they got the right guy to do a horror movie, and I think he pulled it off pretty well. Uh, I think Benedict Cumberbatch, I think Elizabeth Olsen, I think the cast is really good. I just, I don't know, man, just something didn't click with me to where I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. And to me, it seems to be kind of like how these Phase 4 movies have been for me, with the exception of one, maybe two. But... It's, it's, it's for any film, though. Are you gonna watch it again? Oh, I've I've seen Doctor Strange twice already. I took my son to see it Saturday, so. Right. Well, I mean, you took did that? Did you? Did that change your opinion at all? It kind of gave me more of the feeling that I have now versus if I would have done this episode right after we seen it originally, I probably would have been a little bit more favorable to it. Okay. Like I said, yeah, I, I still enjoyed it. I mean, I still liked watching it a second time. It just. And something just didn't click with me to where, like, I didn't have that same feeling that I did walking out of Spider-Man No Way Home or the Captain America movies or, you know, well, some yeah. of the earlier stuff. I almost yeah, feel the like... Spider- yeah, the Spider-Man movies, like, I still had... I'm still, like, appreciative of everything that did the movie. Like, I felt the joy of seeing all the Spider-Men coming in the movie. Even when I... At work, I'll put the movie on in the background in the warehouse just to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I still got that, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get it from watching Dr. Strange again. Yeah. I so. guess that's, that's, I guess that's kind of the best way I can see it. Like I've seen Dr. Strange twice. I, when we went and seen the opening night and then I seen it on Saturday with my son, I don't think I'm going to be in a huge rush to rush to watch it again anytime soon. And that's not yeah. indicative of it being a bad movie. Just like, okay, I've seen it twice. I enjoyed it. I got what I wanted out of it. But I think just between it just not clicking, and I think that just I was probably expecting more than what I got. And I think if you watch this movie without the super high expectations of getting like, okay, I'm gonna get all these really cool cameos, and like it's gonna you're gonna get the X Men, you're gonna get the Fantastic Four, you're gonna get all these people you've never seen. If you kind of go into it without that, I think you're gonna enjoy it more than somebody like me who expected more and didn't get it. Right. I was happy with the cameos. That was really good. Oh yeah, I I was too. Like especially the Mister Fantastic one. Like I said, like yeah. I, 
I've been wanting a, a good Fantastic Four movie forever, and John Krasinski is actually the guy that I want to see play Mr. Fantastic oh, yeah. in these movies. I, I think Same I told, movie. I don't know yeah. if I was talking to you or talking, I think it was we were talking outside of, after the movie, like, get Krasinski, get Emily Blunt as Sue Storm, boom, you've got him right, like, that's perfect right there. Right. And just, they give Emily Blunt her Marvel movies. She was supposed to be Black Widow, but Krasinski knocked her up. <laughs> wouldn't you? Well, I can't say that I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's my thoughts on the movie. Uh, real quick, uh, what was your guys' favorite moment of the movie? Mark, Lucas, I'll lead off with you. Um, favorite moment. Favorite moment. Uh, probably the uh, the <laughs> the pizza guy uh, being forced to punch himself several times. Yeah, anytime I get Bruce Campbell in anything, like that's going to be that's top five for me. Just I have a huge Bruce Campbell fan, and actually, I, that that's probably like the funniest. I'd say the probably. Sorry, I'm going to say a second one too. Uh, the music fight. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that. I really got excited about that. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, it says it. it um, the artist that created Doctor Strange's name is Steve Ditko. And it's very much his style. That that music scene was pretty, like you could have seen it in a book at some point. It was really good. Mm. Well done. Um, Mark, favorite part of the movie? Um, yet again, I, I like the scene where he, like he, uh, um, um, dream walked into the dead Doctor Strange. Zombie, other, zombie Strange. Yeah, it was pretty pretty cool. Zombie Strange. Um. If you didn't know, there was a well. If you've seen the What If series, you know there's a Marvel Zombies thing that exists. And I never read the books when they came out, and they're a big deal. It's, it was because when the zombie craze was huge. So to see that sort of concept actually fleshed out in a movie, not exactly a zombie sort of thing, but mm. it was done really well. I mean, it looked great. Um, even though he was the hero, it was still scary too at some point, especially when it took over all the bodies and. He's looking all, like, all the bodies look like his cloak. That was, like, cool. Mm-hmm. So, but it was also kind of like, I, I think if it, it's it's a like-hate sort of thing, too, because he's the hero of the, the movie. I wanted him to actually see him, like, win. But he's fighting in a dead body, so it's not as, you know, I, I don't know. You know, usually you want the hero to win and do the thing, but it didn't seem that way. It was just kind of a cheat. If you Thank will. God Daryl Dixon's not on that mountain. Right. I would have put a fucking bow in him or an arrow. Um, and I and I, I feel like the America Chavez character, and uh, we never really talked about it. Um, the character actually came out in 2011. I had to look it up. Um, and mostly because I always thought it was, she was like a Captain America knockoff. I, knock I didn't really know who the character was or what it was. I just never her character never came across my reading. So it's interesting to see that they're going to put this character in the books like that. So, Mm. but that's, that's when I say there might be another event, might not be another Avengers movie. She is essentially the start of the next phase. Cause with Marvel doing that, um, the she Hawks actually in the, the newer Avengers too, it's called a force is one of the, one Mm. of the things. So when that comes out, we'll see how that plays out. 
I thought you were talking about like just the young female Avengers because yeah, they got uh, Kate Bishop and then uh, Florence Pugh's character from Black Widow. I forget her name off the top of my head. I think they just called her White Widow, didn't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know she had a particular name, but um, oh, I can't remember. Oh, it, it's not important. Not important. I, I, it might have been Red Widow actually in the books. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Uh, uh, I know for me, uh, first time seeing it, I think the Illumina- the introduction of the Illuminati was super cool. Just to get all the cameos, especially for me, Mister Fantastic. Uh, second time around, I probably lean towards the uh, the fight sequence between the the two strangers with the music notes. I just thought that was so cool. It seemed like they were playing notes from the mu- the score of the movie. Yeah, that's what I really Which is done by Dan- the great Danny Elfman. Forgot to point that out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love some Danny Elfman, and I think his score fit oh, yeah. perfectly in the movie. Um, but yeah, I would say probably the uh, the the music sequence fight sequence. Probably it's one of the most creative fight sequences I've seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Period. Was that so? I'll give it to that one just because I think it was cool the first time and it was cool the second time. Whereas the Illuminati introduction is cool the first time, but it loses a little bit because you kind of already know what's going to happen. Right. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys had any nitpicks. It didn't really sound like you did. Uh, I know for me, it just I said I don't like Wanda's kids. Yeah, <laughs> kids are just too fuck, fuck them kids. They're just too fucking nice, man. I don't know why I was watching that. I was, you know, I was gonna whisper over to my wife. I was like, "Our kids are nothing like them." <laughs> and I, I've, ne- I've never seen a, a a more polite group of kids. And it's like, yeah, they're fucking made up for sure because nobody's kids are gonna sing a song about ice cream. I know my kids could give two shits about watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, so. Which was Fair. playing in the background, so. Oh yeah, I didn't notice. Didn't notice that too. And yeah. uh, I think yeah, the, they were watching uh, the old Mickey cartoon when he was what Steamboat Willie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they watched that the first time. But I mean, that's the only nitpick I have is I know, her kids. You can tell their kids are made up. Either I, one of you got I any think, nitpicks? I think what Lucas said earlier about this is the sequel to WandaVision. I think if Dr. Well, I think Strange it was meant was, to be a sequel to WandaVision because I think it was supposed to be the first thing they put out after the show. But I think, yeah, the pandemic happening pushed everything back and it kind of jumbled the schedule. I think the way this was supposed to be was it was supposed to be WandaVision and then Doctor Strange was supposed to be the next thing that they introduced. And then it didn't happen that way. Well, so I, I mean, think it's it supposed to be a continuation of WandaVision. It would be it would have worked, I think, a little better if um, Art Strange was in One Division, just briefly. Yeah, yeah I was I a little agree. disappointed that we didn't get the cameo at the end because I I know th- that was a rumor for the last episode that he was going to like is he going to show up because yeah, he I was setting that into it. Reading and, that, yeah, I remember reading that, but no, he never showed up. He knew, he knew it was going on, so I'm like, you just want to go, dude? Why didn't you do anything about it? You know? Mm. I just I. I think it would have been better had it come out right after WandaVision, um, but also not calling it a Doctor Strange movie. I just don't – just, I mean, like Russ said, it's like him in the background as Iron Man, you know, in somebody else's movie, but – Well, I uh, mean, I used to call it a Doctor Strange movie because I still think his character 
drives the plot of the movie along. Like you still call it that. He's just not the the complete focal point of the movie. He lets he's kind of like a like he's like a, a good point guard. He's like Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul's a fucking amazing basketball player, but he also makes other people around him better. I think he just he gives other people in the movie an opportunity to shine. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can still call it a Doctor Strange movie. Because, I mean, he still is the driving force of the, the movie. Like, America Hat needs his help to figure out her power. He has to stop Wanda from, you know, taking America's power. So, Right. Yeah, I and thinking about what you said earlier, I think this actually would, if this had come out before Spider-Man, I do think that works better. Um, cause when he was, uh, when he was questioning Wanda about what does she know about the multiverse? Well, clearly he knew something about it that, and he acted like he knew nothing in this movie because <laughs> in Spider-Man, he fucking opened a multiverse, you know, that's where he learned everything. So, yeah, yeah so I mean, I, I, well, I mean, for me, I just think it, it works better coming out before because I just think you set your expectations too high after Spider-Man and then you're kind of. I don't know. It's probably just me reading, you know, the lip service on the internet. Like, oh, like, oh, we're going to get fucking Tom Cruise's Iron Man and the fucking X-Men are going to show up. Like, producer Adam was even saying that uh, he was hoping for Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. And, like, once he said that, I'm like, oh, fuck, we might get Wolverine in this. Yeah. And then, you know, that stuff not coming to fruition just kind of. Well, I mean, the Illuminati was supposed to be Marvel's. Highbrows, you best of the best, if you will. Mm-hmm. Not that Wolverine isn't, but Professor X is the X Men. Well, I mean, I get it. It's yeah. it's kind of like Mark when you talk to me, and Lucas, about movies. You're the Illuminati, then like Lucas and I are the Avengers. <laughs> I'm I'm more like the Defenders. I'm like down in the streets of Hell's Kitchen. I'm not even on your guys' level. Hey, man, the Defenders had Daredevil. That's all they need. I love Daredevil. Um, last question. Well, I've actually got two, uh, since we discussed a little bit of the phase four, uh, where would you rank Dr. Strange amongst the phase four movies, which that would be no way home. The eternal Shang-Chi black widow. This one, I think that's it. Um, I would have it. Let's see. I would, I would do Spider-Man Shang-Chi. Um, this Black Widow and then Eternals. Eternals is a fucking just god awful movie. I it bummed me out. It was so bad. I wanted to quit watching it halfway through, but I thought you know maybe somewhere in here there's some kind of saving grace. But it just it was it was like watching the second half of that Fantastic Four movie. It was just fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. Mark, what about you? Have you seen you've seen all the Phase Four films, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I part of me is like, why is the Black Widow part of Phase Four? I mean, it doesn't fit anywhere. No, it, it doesn't. So, but I, it technically, it's part of that because I guess it sets up uh, Elena. That's her. That's the character's name. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it sets up her being in stuff down the road. I think. I think that's where this one comes in. That's why it's phase four is it sets up a future Black Widow, per se. Um, Spider-Man's number one. Let's just... Yeah, 
That's easy. Um, I want to put this one at number two. I'm a Sam Raimi fan. I just I really like it. Um, and I it works well with Spider-Man, too, on that multiple, the multiversal level. Um, Shang-Chi's three, because I think it's still tying everything together. Um, and then Black Widow's, Black Widow's going to be fourth, and then Eternal's still five. But, and here's the thing about Eternal's is that they've taken a part of the universe that's just so it's it's kind of where loki was right now it's 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 in that part of that universe mm. you know what i mean so like right they've got a lot going on like if you've watched all of the hawkeye show um you've got that's where your black widow's getting tied to and they're it's kind of like they're flipping which which is next you know mm. like the thor the thor movie while I, th- I think it's going to tie to the Eternals quite a bit, which a lot of people are like, "Oh no, please don't!" <laughs> but I mean, the whole celestial thing in the end of the Eternals—that's a big part of the Marvel universe. I mean, it's one of their like building blocks, if you will. Well, I didn't have a problem with the characters. I had a problem with the fact that there was nine million of them in one movie, and you didn't get a sense of who any of them were once when. when... When they died, it's not like, oh my god, they're dead. It's not like Iron Man. You don't yeah, fucking yeah. cry. Yeah, it's there's, just there's no love for like, the characters. Well, I don't think I don't think comparing them to Iron Man is fair because you've had <laughs> what tw- right, yeah. fifteen years to know the character of Iron Man. But I get what you're saying. That's kind of like my big beef with the movie. Was, I, I'll tell you what, though, it's a lot better than sitting through the episodes of the Inhumans that they put out. I mean, that thing was. I never even bothered to watch that show. Is it that bad? It was. Oh yeah, it was. It was. Was that CW? No, that was ABC, I think. Anson Mount, who played Black Bolt, was in the show too, and I I didn't recognize him. And the funny thing is that earlier that day, I I got up and I watched uh, uh, Star Trek, uh, the the new Star Trek show that's on uh, Paramount Plus. Oh, God, here we go. Turn it into a fucking Star Trek episode. Go ahead, Mark. You're already on the point. No, no, I'm not going to do it now. I, you would have to watch Star Trek Discovery the second season before like the, the, he plays a great Captain Pike. It's fantastic. So it's hard to see him go back to this Black Bolt character that was kind of like meh, blah. <laughs> Except for the fact that they put his hat as they like fully dressed him in the the TV show. He was nowhere near like like in the costume. His mask. I bet that dude pulls in like thousands and thousands of television stations on that. <laughs> it's like a fucking mega antenna but go ahead I I apologize yeah, I mean like I said it's a different part of the universe and we'll see where the only thing about that makes me say that the Thor movie is not going to do that is in the trailer um, they're going to uh, I'm going to assume what is Olympus mm-hmm. so in and in the Marvel universe Olympus is part of it's uh where the character Hercules is from, and um, it'll be interesting to see how they pull that off. Um, the, the 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 Hercules character in the book is really uh, I don't know how to put him. He's he's a big drunkard, if you will. So it, it, if 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 Taiki does it right, it should, it should look really good, providing they actually do the character. So, but it looks like they are. But I mean, that's that's probably where they're going to tie that part of 
But, you know, that's what I said earlier. I said, who's the big bad they're going to come with? Because they've got the space thing going, they got the magic thing going, and they got the spy thing going. Mm-hmm. Where's it all going to go together? We'll find out in July. Yeah, we'll see. All I right, mean, Russ. Oh, sorry. Because, let's face it, if you guys watch Moon Knight, that went nowhere near any of that. I haven't it seen went, Moon Knight yet. It's it's good. It's entertaining. Eh. It's entertaining, Lucas. That's about it. But I mean, it's it's it doesn't tie itself to the universe. But it's good. It's a good watch for us. Don't get me wrong. Oscar, I, Oscar, I like I like Oscar Isaac. So I'm yeah, planning on checking true. it out. So that's that's the reason to watch it. Uh, and, um, I liked Ethan Hawke in it too. So mm. Lucas had a poop. Apparently, he's got to take a shit. So um, <laughs> last uh, question um, on a scale of one to ten. What would you rate Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Mark? What would you give it? Hold like on, before, but hold on. Did did you give us where you would put it? Where you would put the movie? Oh yeah, I forget, I completely forgot that. How fucking rude of me. Uh, I'd say number two. Um, I do like Mark's point. It does tie into Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man is by far number one. I still rank Spider Man. No, no Way Home is probably one of the best Marvel movies they've done. Um. Doctor Strange is number two. Uh, Shang-Chi is a very close number three. Like, I haven't seen that one since I've seen it in theaters, but if I watched it tomorrow, that could easily change. Um, Black Widow is solid. I'd say solid number four. Yeah, The Eternals has got to be five. Like, I'm, I plan on revisiting that at some point just, just to maybe get a different perspective on it because there's been movies I've seen that I hated I've seen him again, and I kind of grow to appreciate him a little more. But it was just—it was so fucking boring. Yeah, I—I I didn't like it either. I think that was actually when I went and seen it was the same day we did the uh, the critically panned Midnight Run episode, and I got—I was sick that night, so that could have had something to do with it too. How was it critically panned? What it's happened? a running gag. It's a running gag on the program, Mark. Running, okay. running gag. Um, but yeah, I'd say the Eternals is number five. All right, sorry, Mark, go ahead. Uh, what's your what's your ranking for this movie? On a scale of okay. one to ten, give it a seven. Seven. Yep. Lucas. Yeah, I'll give it a. Uh, I'll give it an eight. Oh, an eight. Uh, producer Adam uh, chimed in. He gave me uh, his rating as well. Uh, he gave it a good. Let's see. He gave it a six. To 7 out of 10. He said he thought the movie was good, not great. It wasn't the worst Marvel movie, though. When most of the surprising thing is the cameos, the story might need a little work. Well-written, but very heavy-handed towards the somber loss of love for all the characters involved. So he gives it a 6, a six 7 out of 10. I would give it a 7 out of 10. Like I said, it was good. It was nice seeing Sam Raimi back in a saddle again. I'm with Mark. Sam Raimi's top 10 all-time favorite director for me. Fucking love that dude. Uh, I I think out of everything he's done, I think Oz and Spider-Man 3 are the only two movies I really don't like and haven't bothered to re-watch, but outside of that. Uh, so, yeah, it's nice seeing him. Nice seeing him put his little twist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, 7 out of 10. Um, yeah, I mean, the reason I, I, I went with an eight, just real quick, 
I know we're we're running over, and you look like Jesus Christ, Lucas. Shut the fuck up. No, I was uh, actually saying, goddamn, Mark ate like forty five minutes of it up, and then your fucking twenty five minute intro and the plot. My bad. <laughs> Did you read that right off Wikipedia? Because <laughs> no, it, it was helping me though. Dude, I when I messaged you earlier about like doing the plot, I'm like, I was reading Wikipedia. I'm like, no, I'm not fucking reading that. I'll give that to I'll give that to Lucas. <laughs> um, I I think that uh, the characters and the acting and all of it was very very good in the movie. Um, that that's why I give it the eight. Um, and I like I said, I really like Wandavision, so it, it's mm. it's an extension of Wandavision, which I really like. So. Oh yeah, dude. I, I love Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. Like, I think in terms of uh, how well the, they've cast the characters, I think his versions like right up there, one of the best. Just, I don't know. Just, I think it's just the fact that I was a little disappointed in not getting the mega big cameos. But yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch is great. I I really like his take on Doctor Strange. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, uh, do either one of you have any final thoughts before we wrap this uh, this up? Uh, no, I was very long-winded in my plot uh, summary. Well, hey, so like I said, man, it's the first time we've done one of these. It's just like, you know, riding a bike for the first time. You'll get it. You'll get it, and soon, pretty soon you're riding in the Tour de France. All right, well, I'm glad I've been entrusted to go forward with it after that uh, stirring performance I had. I don't know. We may have to do another one of these. I was debating on doing Top Gun Maverick, but because I plan on going to see that fucking thing opening day, so uh, I will be having a child somewhere around there, so I will not oh, be able yeah. to attend. But uh, I don't know if anything. We'll revisit this uh, right after uh, Thor: Love and Thunder comes out. Sounds good. All right, we'll have to we'll have to bring Professional Dad back on. Professional ma- comic book dad. The master of the New Balance 624. That's right. That's that's going to be your new nickname. <laughs> or the them $20 Meyer Reeboks. <laughs> Captain Keds. There it is. <laughs> Mark, do you have anything you want to add before uh, we wrap this up? No, no. Well, gentlemen, it was a Nothing. pleasure. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, gentlemen, it was a pleasure uh, speaking uh, – with you too about the all things uh, multiverse. It was fun. We'll do it again soon. Um, well, I, I will always be here. Cause yeah, I you'll be here uh, next week until you fucking go on another damn vacation and then you'll be off for seven weeks. Uh, only one of us is going uh, out of state and it is not me. That's uh, true. We uh, will have to put one in the can for that week, but, uh, if neither one of you have anything else to add, it was awesome to speak with you guys, and uh, we will talk at you guys later. And that's going to do it for today's episode of the Couch Potato Podcast. We hope you guys and gals enjoyed that episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts so you don't miss out on a brand new episode each and every Tuesday wherever you get podcasts. And if you like what we're doing here at the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You also can email the show at couchpotatopodcast at gmail.com. If you have any concerns, questions, or complaints about the show, we would love to hear from you guys. So we will talk to you guys next Tuesday.